Hello and welcome to the Money Matters Podcast. My name is PJ Patterson and today's topic is what are three things that I think are critical and crucial when looking at an investment and uh, and really broadly in investing. So three things that I, I think are, are crucial. The first thing is to maintain liquidity. Now liquidity as I define it is the ability to quickly take whatever asset it is that you own and convert it to cash. So if you had a share, let's say you had 100 shares of BHP, obviously you could sell those whenever the market is open and you would probably have the cash in your bank account within 48 hours. Most of those settle and clear within 48 hours. If you had a property on the other hand and you needed to sell it, you would not likely see the cash in your bank account for a couple of months, possibly longer, depending on the type of property market you were in and whether or not uh, the property you had to offer was something that was in demand, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, if you've ever done a property transaction, you know that the minimum settlement cycle in a contract, uh, at least in New South Wales, is 42 days. So by the time you put it on the market, market it, sell it, wait for the cooling period, et cetera, et cetera, you're probably looking at uh, somewhere around 60 days at a minimum before you have the cash in your bank account. So that asset's not liquid. Shares in the previous example is very liquid. I think liquidity is underrated. Most people don't consider liquidity when they are making investments. And invariably, I, and I've seen it many times throughout my career where a client will come to me and will just say, I just don't have any cash. I need cash. And I'll say, well, what, you know, where in your overall wealth portfolio is their liquidity? It's one of the key reasons why I advocate having an emergency reserve in your bank account. So that number will vary for everybody. But uh, in my example, I like to have around fifteen dollars to $20,000 of cash sitting in an offset or something like that just for any emergency liquidity uh, that I might need. But in any case, I do want as many of my investments as possible to have a high degree of liquidity. The second consideration or thing I want you to uh, think about is the ability to be nimble. Now, one of the things I advocate in my investing, uh, in, in my business for investing, is something called full cycle investing. And what that pretty much means is that we're looking at the global macro environment and we're making a determination on how to allocate our capital and allocate our portfolios depending upon the economic conditions. That's just a really fancy way of saying I need to be nimble. And so I need to be able to react quickly to changes in the economic environment. I need to be able to react quickly to uh, if I bought, say, an investment in a company that I thought was going to do really well and a bad report comes out or something changes in that company's um, ability to earn or a, a law is passed that might restrict that company's ability or whatever the case may be. I need to be able to be nimble and get rid of that investment. Likewise, if an opportunity presents itself in the market where, let's say, we have a 10% um, a correction that unfolds over a couple of days, well, I'd like to have the ability, uh, both the liquidity and now the ability to be nimble enough to go out and look around and say, oh, well, there's some great assets here that are on sale that I might like to buy. So, again, being nimble is, I, I think, something that's underrated. Um, and thinking about being nimble is, is also something I do not see 
a lot of investors doing. The final thing, the third thing, is something that is very difficult for many, many investors to do, and that is to cut their losses. Now, there's something, I guess, um, liberating when you have a position, and I'm really speaking specifically about shares here, but even in the property market, I've had many clients come to me with uh, properties that they bought that were in mining towns or some other um, uh, poor investment that they made in a, in a property asset that has ended up costing them a lot of money and I suggest that they sell it and they just it, it's almost like a crushing blow to them that they have to sell for a loss because of course we're told over our lives uh, investing lives that property always goes up in value but it doesn't um, and neither do shares not all shares go up so again you have to be willing to cut a loss and the best way to do this is to cut uh, is to is to take a loss when it's small and uh, not let it get to be a big loss now that's a harder thing to do in practice than it is to just say it but certainly with a share portfolio uh, it's much easier to do because, again, you have the liquidity and the ability to be nimble. So there you go. There's three things that I think should be discussed, should be considered when you're looking at making an investment. Is it going to give me liquidity? Can I be nimble with this thing? And if I need to, if it goes against me and I need to get out of it, uh, am I willing to and can I cut my loss quickly? So there you go. Thank you for listening to the Money Matters podcast. I'm PJ Patterson. And as always, I wish you all the success with your investing. You've been listening to the Money Matters podcast. Thank you for joining us. If you liked the content that you've heard today, please subscribe to the channel. And remember to leave a comment, like, and share it. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Money Matters podcast.